Tim Zhu. I'm Sky Nicholson. It's me, Anderson Silva. This is Jeff Fenning. This is Showtime. Hi, this is Eddie Hearn. G'day, this is Jason Maloney. Hey, I'm Nikita Zhu. This is Shotgun Tatnak Connell. This is Liam Pyro. On the Punch Podcast. I'll bring it in, team. Episode 49, the Punch Podcast with JBIM. It starts for you now. Look at that. Almost the half century. Thank you to anybody that has listened, has started to listen. And if this is your first episode, firstly, welcome. Secondly, you just missed a ripper with Hass Hamden. So scroll back an episode after this one and you will get our next Australian title holder for the super lightweight division. Fingers crossed if he can get past uh, Justin Frost on the Tim Zoo undercard, which we are getting closer to. And uh, that will be in the Gold Coast, June 19. He will be facing Carlos Acampo on that card as well. Sam Goodman, who joins us today. We're going to be chatting to Sammy in just a sec as we gear up for another cracking No Limit show and uh, something that we didn't think we are going to get which is always a bonus, but always risky when you are Tim Zoo, And you're that good, so he feels that there's no risk. The rest of us just live nervously while he gets into the ring and does what he has to do. Because on the line, four belts, the undisputed Super Welterweight Championship of the World in Vegas with Jamel Charlo that has been prolonged for bloody ages. And I know we all just want to see it. Many people have already booked flights and paid accommodation that got pushed back. So it is a fight that we're really looking to get happen. None more than Tim himself thinking that as well. But... As it gets pushed back further and further, they have given September 30 the deadline for Jamel to defend those belts. And uh, we haven't heard much from him lately, a little bit around the Tony Harrison fight. But since then, nothing until I think he's had a couple of drinks, got in the pool and fired up his Instagram live and started calling out our boy Timmy. Have a listen. Hey, when they release me, I'm knocking that bitch off from Australia. And I ain't going to say nothing else. It doesn't motherfucker run his mouth, talk. You gotta get confirmation from all the motherfuckers that you uh that you uh fought somebody because you know like oh, I've done my due diligence in the world of boxing. I want fifty four. I'm the king. I've been the king. I'm the king. You gotta go try to you know what Tony Harrison told you. You, you know you got the staircase over here. You know you keep building yourself. We'll get there. When I do fight you, bitch, it's over. I don't play that shit. But uh. Big things in the way. If he's uh, talking about that staircase comment, that was something Tony Harrison said, which means he's seen it, which means he's paying attention and he's not just all whatever, whoever this guy is, I don't care, I'm going to smack him out. So uh, look, fingers crossed we can get an announcement on that soon. But first we need Tim to take out Carlos Acampo in the Gold Coast, which we have no doubt he will do. And this show is going to be amazing as always. No Limit, do it the best. And look, let's find out from the CEO, George Rose himself, about fight week before we get to Sammy Goodman. And uh, I'm sure you're shaping up for another spectacle on the Gold Coast. What do you got planned for the fans? We've got events happening all week long from uh, our launch party on Wednesday night through to, you know, we've got activations throughout Pacific Fair, throughout the Gold Coast. Great part of the world. Gold Coast, you can't complain about that. So there's going to be plenty happening. We want to make it a big fight feel. So it is a big fight coming to the Gold Coast. I've heard Timmy say throughout the week too, when you... uh Fighting the Gold Coast, it feels like Vegas. Yeah. And uh, he has saying he, he seems to, I think he was supposed to fight there and then got cancelled or something like yes. that. So he's um, he's been itching to get back. And he's had training camps up there heaps. Mm. So he's actually up there at the moment and has been sending photos back and it looks beautiful <laughs> up there. So I'm a bit, I am a bit jealous of it, but, um, you know, I'll be up there soon and, and be a part of it too. Some awesome fights on the card. Obviously, we've got uh, Justin Frost, Hass Hamden, Australian title for the super lightweight. It's I think that's gonna, a great fight. It is. And yeah. I know his Hass is desperate to get the victory. We had him on the Punch podcast, and look, he's obviously up against a tough opponent, but 
he's going to have Jeff Fennick in his corner screaming at him. Yeah. And, and he's in great shape <laughs> yeah. too. I, I don't think I've seen him in better shape. Not that he's ever in bad shape, has, mm. but um, he, he looks really good and he's really switched on for this fight. And he, he needs to be because it's, you know, Frosty's no joke. He's, um, yeah. you know, he's never backed down from anyone. He's, he, he can mix it. And um, I think it'll make for, for one of the real entertaining fights of the day. I think last time Team Fennec were up against the DeCarlos, that would have been Paro Jarvis. So I think he, yeah. uh, he'll be, Jeff will be wanting to get one back big time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I know that they're, you know, they're, they're the best of friends, but you, yeah. know, um, you remember them one, so we will have to yeah. get one up. And then we've obviously got Sam Goodman with uh, Ray Salam. Um, I was only looking, actually, Alim was on both undercards for Charlo Castana. Yeah. And I was like, he might be a mole. <laughs> <laughs> he could well, but he probably is. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully Sammy can finish him early and yeah. he won't remember anything he saw, so we won't be able to tell anything. Yeah, well, Sammy's standing by on this podcast. We're going to get to him um, very, very shortly. And obviously, the main event, Tim Zoo, Carlos Acampo. Uh, crazy when you think about Tim's going to take this opportunity because he is the number one uh, super welterweight Mexican fighter. He's not just picking some guy off to stay warm. He's he's taking a stone blooded killer. Yeah, and and he's very different to a lot of the guys that he's fought before too. Mm-hmm. So you know that's the thing is that Tim Tim may have to change his style for this fight, and you know it does make for a really difficult fight. But that's all part of the entertainment, and it's all part of him growing as a fighter and and preparing the best that he can to become undisputed. We're looking forward to it. I'm just getting a thing in my ear saying Sammy Goodman's telling him to wrap it up. I wants to get on the podcast, <laughs> so I might. Uh, We'll, we'll see you in the Gold Coast. Yeah, I'll see uh, you there. And then we'll see the Mad Munch there too, cheering on Sammy Goodman too. <laughs> well, we'll find out about that. And let's fire up that Zoom and bring him in. Sammy Goodman, welcome back to the Punch Podcast. What's going on, brother? Thanks for having me. It almost feels like every time I ever speak to you or intro or anything, I just need to sing the song. <laughs> Kick off the white stripes. The song everywhere, like, uh, it gets played now. It's just freaking everyone starts kicking off to it. And yeah, it's, um, it's wild, but, um, yeah, I'm a bit used to it now. Do you know, I actually was watching some footage the other day of, uh, someone from Complete Boxing, Josh Foley, the, uh, Burmese Python, yeah. they call I saw his opponent come out to that song. Did you see any of that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw it, but, um, <laughs> Is- yeah, we, we have a laugh. In the corner about it, you know, so all the boys give me grief as soon as the song comes on and like, oh, it's all about you. But you know, it was, um, it was, uh, yeah, it was a good laugh. But um, yeah. yeah, didn't yeah. go too good for him. <laughs> but anyway, welcome to it. You've got a hell of a fight on your hands uh, June 18, which is only a couple of weeks away, the Gold Coast. Uh, how are you feeling? And this is, as we know, the biggest test yet. Yeah, no, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling probably the best I've ever, you know, felt like I've been boxing and uh, training camps went all all good, so yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm excited to get up to the the Goldie next week and and yeah, uh, get cracking. Appreciate the product placement with the hoodie there too for No Limit. That's uh, George will love that one. We picked up even gear from them yesterday, so they sorted me out for a, a bit of kit. So it was, if it's free, it's for me. It's good. So, good stuff. Uh, well, eh. Punch Podcast shirt coming your way. We'll sort that out. Yeah. Tell us about your next opponent. Now he is a uh, he's yet to be beaten. He's out of the states. What more can you tell us? Yeah, he's, he's a good opponent. He's he's had a, a heap of wins and he's done his job uh, to get to twenty and zero. But um, look, it's a it's a good test. But uh, I think I'm I'm a much more skilled fighter than he is. I think you know I'll be able to to dominate, especially you know as the fight gets going and I, I uh, adjust to all the awkward stuff he does. So 
I think it, for me, it's just about adapting as uh, as uh, as quickly as I can to all the crazy stuff he tries to do. And once I do that, it's just about yeah, pouring it on him. What is some of that crazy stuff that's a little bit unorthodox that he sort of fires out? That's it. It's it's all like unorthodox stuff. It's it's our uh, big wide hooks, you know, as leads and you know from from odd angles and odd ranges. So um, punches you probably wouldn't expect to you know to come from. You know, you wouldn't say he's uh, so common or he's just, yeah, just a bit of an awkward, awkward guy um, and uh, fights to his own script. So it's uh, it's going to be a good test, a good challenge. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Have you had anyone that's been a little bit different like that in the past? Obviously, you can, real difference is only Orthodox or Southpaw. It's going to be good. Like uh, in the amateurs, you know, that that's what it's all about as well, you know. So I'll be leaning on a bit of, you know, my amateur pedigree with that, uh, adapting to a to a new style, but it's, yeah, it's just about adapting early on during the fight. And once I can do that, I, you know, I can, uh, I can start to put my, uh, my twist on things. It's all like fun and games getting the way to the top. But when you're there, every test now is just a full blown battle and a war. Everyone's great at this level. Yeah, absolutely. There's no, no easy fights, you know, so it's all, everyone's there to win. Everyone's there to, you know, to become a world champion. So, there's uh there's no uh no givens or or no easy fights anymore you know so it's um you know you got to prepare to your to your fullest and and make sure you're ready and and yeah leave no stone unturned and that, that's what I've done this camp you know it's um it's it's been you know from one camp to another you know for the past six months pretty much and look oh, I'm ready to go I'm feeling the best I've ever felt and I'm I'm ready to do it. It's going to be fun. I look forward to watching it. Uh, I'll also be in attendance, which is good. I saw you just before the last one, uh, just out the back of Kudos there, and it was interesting to see you in fight mode where you had, like I don't know, obviously a lot of fighters have stuff with their eyes, but yours were just laser-focused. And I guess I guess that's how you've got to be. But do you flick that switch on fight day? How does that roll? Because there was you're a different Sam Goodman to what I'd saw a week earlier, put it that way. Leading up to it, I try not to do much different to what I would do any other day, you know, keep calm, keep relaxed, you know, have a bit of fun with me, uh, me team and, you know, my mates that uh, I knock about with and, and just try and enjoy the whole day and the whole process up until, you know, you're in the changing rooms, you're getting your hands wrapped and, and that's sort of when you, you know, you just, you know, it all becomes serious, it all becomes real and that you really got to zone in on, on what you got to do and the job at hand. And that, that's probably what you're seeing, you know, when you saw us backstage there, but it's, um, it's just complete focus on the, on the job at hand. You also had Volko floating around the back of Kudos as well, uh, a local fighter as well to where you're from. So uh, any pump-up words from him? Did he, did he say anything to you? Because you'd know him from being around the Gong area, wouldn't you? Yeah, I know him uh, pretty much um, through, like, you know, he's, he's always been a name, you know, mm-hmm. even in the footy. You know, I think I've probably done ball boy for, for one of the, the footy grand finals that he would have played in. So, yeah, right. But um, I didn't know him too personally, like I knew – people that knew him personally but um yeah i didn't have too much to do with him till you know i knew him through through fighting and stuff but he just wished me well and wished me all the best really and that that was that you know so he's a good good fella and you know he's doing big things for the area down home as well well let's talk more about your opponent reese aleem how when does he touch down in oz is he here or have you heard any word on when that might be because fight week is is here in a couple of days. I wouldn't have a clue if he's here yet or not. So that's no bother to me. I'm not the one doing all the travel. So to be honest, I, I couldn't care less what Aleem's up to or or doing or what he's got to say, anything. So I'm just focusing on myself, uh, especially for the next week. And, you know, uh, I'll, I'll deal with him once we once we uh, cross paths in the ring. 
Well, it's going to be uh, a 15-0 victory, I have no doubt, and uh, someone that stands in the way of you getting to a world title being a world title eliminator. How's it going to work after you beat Liam? What happens then? Because you've obviously got Fulton and Noyeranui next month fighting. And it's 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 an open slather for the uh, for the belts up there at the moment too, and there could be some unifying or whatever else. So, how's what do you think the road is after this victory? How does it all play out for you to get that belt for yourself? The belts I'm fighting for against uh, you know would be against Marlon Tapales, the Filipino yeah. guy, and then you know you worry about all that stuff as it comes at the moment. I'm I'm focused on a lean, and then then we'll get to uh to Tapales, and then you know we'll see we'll see what's what after that, but um. That's all having your head in clouds at the moment and all, all that sort of stuff. I'm, I'm not too really fussed with, with any of that at the minute. You know, if I don't win this fight, nothing happens. So everything, uh, is just, you know, full, uh, full steam towards beating Aleem. And then, uh, I'll be pushing for a fight down in Wollongong, hopefully against Marlon Tapales. But, um, like I said, that's all having your head in the clouds at the moment. So I'm, I'm just, you know, focused on getting through this one. And once we get through this one, we'll talk to everyone and we'll we'll see what's what next. That's the beauty of us is we get to look well past where you are and get to go, oh, how great is this going to be? How good is this going to be? We just want to see you with the belt. So I can absolutely, every fight is the same, task at hand, task at hand. But by Christ, we'd love to see you uh, in that world title fight here. And then you're predicting that it potentially could be in Australia. I'm hoping so. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, there's, um, you know, there's been a couple of chats. You know, that hopefully it can, it can happen. But um, we'll, we'll have to just wait and see. You know, obviously, like I said, we we got to get through this one. But then uh, after that, you know, it'll be, a, you know, I'll be really pushing for it to get brought to Wollongong. But um, yeah, like I said, it's all head in the cloud stuff at the moment. You know, I'm. You know, I've got a big fighter against an undefeated American opponent, you know, so it's, uh, I'll, I'll get through this one first. You know, I'm not overlooking this guy at all. I know what lies ahead, but I, uh, I know I've, I've got to do a job on this bloke first. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it feels like, I don't know, for you, it felt like it started to move quick, but last time you were on this podcast would maybe be eight, nine months ago. And it felt like when I mentioned this world title sort of level to you that it was like, oh, so far away from a reality. But look, here we are eight, nine months later and you are knocking on the door. And like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if it's you keeping those head in the clouds distances that you're talking about, but you're on it now. Here you are. Yeah, we're, we're getting getting closer, you know, and it's just one step at a time, you know. I've, I've never looked uh, too far past the fight I've, I've got at hand and I think once you start doing that too much, you know, you, you could uh, could set yourself up to fall short and once you start looking past, like, the, these high-level opponents. So I'm not allowing myself to do that, you know, And um, but like I said, I, I know what lies ahead. I know I know it's close. I'm, I'm getting closer to my dream, but you know, I can't get a, ahead of myself and ahead of where I'm at at the moment. I've got to, you know, just keep winning the one that's in front of me, take it a, a day at a time, you know, get getting through each and every training session and then uh, getting through each and every fight. And uh, that's what I plan to do. That's how I've, I've approached all of this. And that's how I'm going to continue to uh, to approach it, you know. So I'm, I'm not getting ahead of myself, you know. It's, it's a tough fight, but we are, we are edging closer to where I want to be. Yeah, it's great. Are you much of a footage guy? How do you plan for any opponent? Um, I'm not like I don't watch him every day, or, or you know, I like to watch it a, a little bit and just see a few things I think he does well, a few things I think he I can capitalize on, and he he doesn't do too well. But um, I uh, I, I don't watch a, a whole heap and and sit down every every day. He does this, this, and this. You know, I back what I can do and and how I fight, and uh, I'm going in in there to implement how I fight and make him adjust to that, you know. So, um, like I said, there's a few little things, you know, I think I can 
I can do and I can uh, I can capitalize on. But you know, sometimes you go out there and the whole game plan that you planned, you know, doesn't doesn't work, and you know you got to re uh, readjust everything. So you know, I'll, I'll make sure they uh, they have to adjust to me mostly. Well, I've seen you being busy in sparring. Did that wrap up for you? Was that yesterday? Was it? Yeah. So finished our uh, sparring yesterday. So with uh, Isaac Dog Bay. So. He's been out here for the best part of a month now, uh, giving me giving me good work and and yeah, just uh, get getting all that uh, that top top level work. It's it's been great, you know. So it's um also at Dana Coolwell had a few few of the boys from our gym as well, like Jackie Newman. He gives me great work as well. So um yeah, it's it's been a uh, it's been a really good camp and uh, sparring's wrapped up now. So done another hard session this morning and a, a few more hard sessions to go as well now and. And then we'll uh, we'll start to taper down once we land the Goldie. How's your trainer Joel feeling? Is he uh, is he good to go? Is he excited for you to get the victory? So he's the sort of guy that you could picture rapping up and down Cavalab lit in the Gold Coast. <laughs> no, I, I don't know about running up and down Cavalab. <laughs> um, he's not that guy, just for anyone listening. But it'd be yeah, a great sight. Oh, mate, it'd be yeah. I'd pay money to see that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I doubt you will. But um, no, nah, he's he's keen for me to you know to go out and um you know to get get a win and you know it's it's a team effort you know these these boys have been with me since I've been you know twelve years old so it's um it's a massive team effort and you know they're they're uh, a part of this as much as me so it's a it's a win for us all. Run me through the fight week into Sunday. It's um obviously you've got the media commitments that you will do, but how to how else outside of that? What do you do for the week? It's just train training and uh, a bit of, a bit of uh, you know just resting up and making sure I get my recovery in. But it's it's mostly keeping sharp with with all my uh, all my training and then like you said the. The media commitments that you know we'll uh, we'll find out about them probably all last minute next week, but um, <laughs> yeah. see what I, see what I got to do. But um, yeah, no, nah, look, it's um, it's just about keeping sharp, you know, keep keeping uh, everything going and keeping the weight on track, and and then uh, yeah, get get into the fight feeling fresh and ready to go. Run me through fight day routine. You wake up. Luckily for this one, do you like it? Do you prefer it, or do you not prefer? Because a lot of Tim's fights that you've been on recently, he's fighting at three o'clock. So for those listening, that can air prime time in the US. You're going to be in the US as well, broadcast on Showtime. I saw that, so that'll be good for you. You're going to be fighting probably like what one? Is that what yeah, you say? I'd, I'd say around one o'clock. You know, one thirty latest. I'd say probably, but um, yeah. who knows? Depends how the fights play out, I guess. But um, yeah, look, it, it doesn't really bother me. You know, whether you're fighting at night or whether you're fighting fighting in the day, it's all the same. And like, I've got no routine that I've got to stick by, and I'm okay. superstitious. I've got to do this, this, and this. <laughs> you know, I go off how I feel. I like to get out and do a little bit of a, you know, walk and go get brekkie in the morning and and stuff like that. Like just an, just normal stuff. Like I said, it's like a like a normal day. You just got to fight a fight at the end of it, really. So it's um, just yeah, I actually really enjoy fight day and the lead up to everything. You know, it's not till you you're actually there at the venue and in your in your change room, you know, you're getting wrapped up and and strapped up, ready to go, and that that's when it all becomes real and it's quite serious. And when you hear the lights, see the lights go down, and then you hear that um, white stripes number kick into gear, then what happens? I I try to I, I'd say I try to soak it in, but honestly, it's all a blur. Yeah. It's all it's all a blur till pretty much afterwards. After I after I've got the win and all, all that's done, you know, you get to soak it in a little bit more. But it's just full focus on on getting the fight, uh, you know, to go the way I want it to go. So, I it's all all white noise, you know. I'm, I'm blocking most of it out and just get me to the ring and let me <laughs> let me let me do what I do. But um, yeah, it's it's good it's good to always look back on and and like you know get, like see like all the support I get and it, it, it's crazy. But um, 
Yeah, to be honest, most of it, like when I'm when I'm walking out, it's just it's full focus. You know, it's not thinking about anything else other than you know doing what I got I got to do to uh to get the job done. Gold Coast gonna uh, need to up their security for the Mad Bunch, or they, will they be flying in? Ah, uh, they're all flying in, so we're, <laughs> we've got a uh, pretty big crew coming to the Goldie, so yeah. they're all uh, keen to let their hair down for the <laughs> for the few days we're all up there for. So it's uh, it should be good, you know. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a wild one. So um, yeah, when the Mad Bunch hit the Goldie, uh, the Goldie won't know what hit it. So it's it's gonna be wild. But it's funny though, because like you said, like it all is white noise, but out of all fighters on most cards, like you are pretty much, you've got probably the most, definitely the most vocal uh, supporter base and they'll travel like whether you're going to hear this time and they're very, very passionate about what you do. So surely there's like a party that's like, like all my friends are out of here. Like, and I'm about, they'll be screaming, Sammy and doing everything else because they do get, and as soon as you finish a fight, Normally, you turn around and you find them and stuff like that. Yeah, 100%. You know, afterwards, that, that is the time, you know, to, yeah. to go see everyone and, you know, go soak it up with uh, everyone who came out to support you. But it's, um, yeah, when, when you're in there, it's just it's full focus on the job at hand, you know. Like half of them don't even know where they are. It's <laughs> for most of it, you know, they're absolutely <laughs> blind. So if I was, uh, if I listened to them too much sometimes, I'd probably be sitting with them. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to be careful of, uh, you know, listening to them. But uh, I, I try and listen to my coaches, you know, Joel and Joel and Luke, and you know, and do what they tell me to do. And if I do that, you know, usually, uh, usually I'm doing okay. They must be proud, I guess, Joel and Luke, like you just said, to have a fighter that they've hand raised, and then has someone fighting at this level because it would have been some time since they've had someone of that caliber in their ranks. So it would have been they would have seen it all, right? Yeah, they they've had plenty of good boys, you know. So yeah. um. But oh, I think they're a bit happy with how I'm going. But um, look, there's still plenty of work to be done before uh, we're all satisfied with with what we've done by the end of it. You know, so it's uh, there's plenty to go and, and plenty to look forward to. And you know, we, we'll be proud when it's all said and done. But you know, we're we're far from there. Well, there is that one more person that we do have to get over before you do get that world title shot. That is Reis Alim. And then for you, it's IBF world champion Sammy Goodman. Get that belt. Hopefully by year's end, you know, we, we can say that. So yeah. well, Hopefully you can do that because you'd have dreamt of that hometown show for a while. You were very vocal after your last fight uh, in front of the media. Is That's what you were calling for. You pretty much called out George Rose immediately and said, give me it. Uh, obviously, I don't think you were banking on Tim doing a Gold Coast show right about now, and nor was anyone uh, except him. Uh, but... Here we are. Yeah, so um, yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a surprise that he was going around again. You know, I thought he'd be going straight to the Charlo fight, but you know, he, he wants to stay active, and you know, fair play to him because a lot of fighters, you know, probably wouldn't be taking those sort of risks. But um, yeah, it's a it's a great platform to be on. Goldie's a it's an unreal spot, you know. So if uh you're not fighting on uh in Wollongong, you know, a Goldie's not a bad second option. So I'm uh I'm stoked to be on another huge show and yeah, um ready to put on a, a big performance. That's what he does, Sammy Goodman. Thanks for stopping by the Punch Podcast once again. Good luck in the GC, and we look forward to uh, another victory on your box rack. Thanks for having me, brother. There he goes. Great guy, great chat, and uh, always super laser-focused on his opponent and the job at hand every time I talk to him before a fight, and uh, that's what gets you to 14-0 and gets him into these positions as well, I guess. So uh, really appreciate his time and him coming on today. You can give him a follow on the gram, Sam Goodman 9 and also Facebook as well. But look, you're going to see him on that undercard of Tim Zuka, Carlos Acampo, June 18, Gold Coast Convention Centre, completely sold out, so you'll have to either head down the pub or jump onto Main Event and KO to see it, and uh, something you don't want to miss, because if you are just a casual fan that's clicked this link having a bit of a listen, it is head-to-toe 
amazing fighters and then another great card from No Limit, which you can see the full thing. NoLimitBoxing.com.au. It's going to be an awesome one. And uh, we'll, I'll hopefully see you at the Gold Coast if you are floating around. But if not, you'll see it on the socials. So click the link uh, in the description. You'll get my Instagram as well. And I'll uh, be floating around at the Gold Coast Convention Centre getting a whole bunch of stuff online as well. So uh, if you like the episode, please leave me a five-star comment and a review on the Apple Podcast platform. It goes a huge way to helping out the podcast. And that is me done out of here. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>